1: Well, so my recommendation is that anyone attempting to leave the mountain should be shot on so
3: Hello, good morning, and welcome to Gatecast episode 224. And hello again, stranger. Would you like to introduce yourself?
4: Yes, it's me, Stephen, from Ormskirk, England. And it's been almost three years since I've been on this podcast.
3: Bloody hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it's uncanny. You know, the people that helped us kick off the show early on kind of fallen into the, the background. What, a few of them out there we should have back? Well...
3: He's escaped, I told you we should have used stronger chains <laughs> and a bigger padlock.
0: You know,
4: fiancés and work, stuff like that, it drags you away.
0: Real life. Fiancés is easy, you introduce them to Stargate.
4: Oh, no, she's a big Stargate fan. She watched it before, even at the same time as I did, obviously before I met her, but I think it helps that she's got a massive crush on uh, Richard Dean Anderson, though.
3: Richard Dean Anderson is the American answer to Sean Connery. Right.
4: I don't actually know if she's seen 9 and 10 when he left. I don't think she's bothered. <laughs> That's it. I've done. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> think she
3: did. He popped up occasionally.
4: Yes, but probably not looking quite as good as he did. No, he... We...
3: I think Richard Dean Anderson at his worst was the launch episode for Universe. Mm, yeah, yeah. Which I actually introduced
4: her to, Universe. That was on uh, Love Film at the time. But, when we had...
3: there, there wasn't a scream of horror when she saw how fat looking he got?
4: No, I think she already knew before that. Probably seen him on the internet or something like that, I don't know. But coming back to universe, though, she really enjoyed that. And second time round, so did I. Still gutted now that it got cancelled.
0: Another show that's
4: got better and better. Yeah, yeah.
3: We don't spoil.
4: No, it doesn't exist at this point.
3: <laughs> that's the right attitude. But I'm glad I checked.
0: Oh, by the way, hello, everybody.
3: Ah, yes, Mike.
0: Yes, <laughs> Mike's here too. Yeah, I'm here too. Very early Sunday morning. Nice, pleasant day as well. The car's been washed. I've had my breakfast. That's what happens when you get up early, isn't it, Alan? Who's two hours ahead of us. Quite. <laughs> Always cheerful, is Alan?
3: I don't normally interact with humans in the 20 minutes after I wake up.
0: Oh, oh, lovely. What time is it? Ah, uh, ten. Yeah, exactly. That's what Mike just said. You've not been up <laughs> as early as Mike, then?
3: Yeah, but Mike gets up at 5.30 as a matter of course.
0: That's no, only because I have to work. I don't sit around in class all day taking notes and being teacher's pet.
3: Well, uh, uh, is this a Nina Blyton book? <laughs> I don't think I've heard that phrase outside of a sort of Billy Bunting style
0: uh... episode of Buffy, wasn't it?
3: It was, but wasn't that the one with the, wasn't that season one, episode three with the hot teacher turned out to be a giant praying mantis to try to eat Xander?
0: That pretty much is back through the show, did not it? The wrong woman.
3: I don't know. The demon was okay. Eventually. <laughs> thought he looked quite rakish with the eye patch after Nathan Fillion <laughs> poked his eye out.
0: Uh, great days of television
3: indeed what can i say i had an exhausting day watching classic doctor who and <laughs> um, dodgy things with daleks
4: speaking of telly where mm. are you two up to on various programs in the u.s do you watch them with the u.s airings
3: or it depends
0: yeah some i'm up to date with the u.s some i'm two or three weeks behind right like the rest very rarely do i wait for uh, the uk broadcast right us mere
4: peasants have to wait for the... year. Uh... got the internet, that's all you need. <laughs> that's true. There are ways and means.
3: I believe Sky are showing Arrow fairly current.
4: Yeah, that's not too bad. That's one of the better ones. It's a couple of weeks behind, I think, now. Helps that, obviously, the US... Taking breaks, random
3: too. breaks, yeah, yeah.
4: Exactly. I don't know if you two are still watching it, but the most annoying one at the moment for me is S.H.I.E.L.D. because we got Captain America like two or three weeks before they did, but all the episodes in S.H.I.E.L.D., meant to lead up to Captain America. Well, we've seen it three weeks ago. The episodes <laughs> are still leading up to it.
0: Don't know why they've done it. but Well, I haven't seen the movie, but I have seen the episode.
3: And the episode pretty much spoils the wait. entire movie. Which episode?
0: <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, don't
4: worry. <laughs> yeah, but the one that's coming up on Friday, that was the one that came out for the US before Captain America. Is that right, though? Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. So, once I've watched that, we're sort of up to date, then that's when they would have seen Captain yeah. America. So, that show has got real good. It has, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'd never put money on it in the first few episodes, never. I remember one of your posts about it, and I am thinking, oh, dear, that sounds a bit negative, but I'm going to carry on watching it. But no, it's getting really good.
3: Somebody on the JMSnews.com site said it's focusing on the stories and the villains that aren't big enough for the movies.
0: Yeah, they all thought, I mean, I'm always amazed when you see Ming-Na no running around and beating people up and thinking, she looks fantastic, and then you see how old she is, yeah. and you think, good God. Isn't she God, 50 or She's 50, yeah. yeah she looks stunning. Yeah.
3: Well, what's her face that was in elementary?
0: Yeah, Lucy. Oh, yeah. I
3: mean, she looks younger than sick boy.
4: <sighs> how old is she? Meant to be.
0: Sure, she can't be far off.
3: I think she's 54.
0: No way. I love the way he always walks into a bedroom and <laughs> with a day's clothing and wakes her up. You
3: slept 107 minutes, that's sufficient for a full <laughs> sleep cycle. <laughs>
0: Why is there a turtle on me bed? Clyde. He looked funny. I thought you'd like to wake up to him. Love Clyde.
3: I've not seen the current season.
0: Well, it's not really giving that much away, is it? Very procedural.
4: Wasn't that in, I think it was in the first series, the turtle, or tortoise or whatever. Well, you are worried that he was going to make soup out of him. <laughs>
3: well, how do you know there haven't been like four or five Clydes and he's just lying to her?
4: There may have been. It's just annoying, perhaps not for everyone, but for me who listens to a lot of podcasts and stuff, there's no way you can send feedback, if you, even if you wanted to, for anything. We're so far behind. you would be talking about episodes that are four or five weeks behind.
0: Yeah, some you can't listen to because the two too spoilable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, you've got to put them aside and either jump through them. Some are better than others. Some actually, you know, will tell you, oh, we only need the spoiler section now. So yeah. if you haven't seen this week's episode, stop listening. Yeah, fair enough.
2: We are the Rusted Robot Podcast. Lower your shields and surrender your minds. We will add your MP3 recordings and opinion on Geekery to our own. We will adapt to embrace this culture. Resistance is futile.
1: It's the Borg. Captain,
2: they've adapted. Commander Adama, Cybermen,
1: Daleks, and Cylons are fast approaching. Jump gates forming in multiple sectors, and the doctors nowhere to be found. What are we going to do?
0: Tune into the Rusted Robot podcast at
3: therustedrobot.podbean.com and on the iTunes store. Sean and Bridget Vanderloo's love for all things geekery and robots are our only hope. Oh boy. Get rusted today. Robots. Cyborgs.
5: Androids. Oh my.
2: Rusted robot.
4: Is that almost human being cancelled, do you know? I mean, that's not even on UK TV yet. And I thought that was meant to be the next big thing, as it were. And uh, it's not even not even arrived yet.
0: Update. Almost Human has been cancelled. And it is now being shown in the UK on watch.
3: Carol Urban is running a campaign to get a new George Dread movie made.
0: Oh, that's as well. I think globally it made money.
3: Trailers for it got shown a week before it opened and it closed two weeks later. I mean, it wasn't... The distributor killed it.
0: Made a ton of cash on DVD and Blu-ray. It was a big seller. I think I've mentioned it. I read The Gods of Hollywood, which is a kind of a little documentary style book about the making and distribution and promotion of John Carter. And that is fascinating reading. You know, they look at all the studio executives and marketing up, and you realise it's almost as if Disney decided we've spent £250 million and we're going to write it off. We
4: don't care. Am I the only one that liked John Carter? I went, I went to see it and I thought it was OK.
0: It was enjoyable. I thought that was fun. I haven't read the book, no, I although don't. I did. I did grab them straight away afterward, and the uh, public domain as well, so that's even better. You look at some of the extras on it, and the amount of work they put into it is incredible. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I must admit.
3: Oh, um, oh god, what the hell was the show that I was watching? You'll have to remind me, Mike. <laughs> <have> Nobody did. <laughs> Come it, on, Mike. It's got Alex Dennis. Oh, yes, Grim. Alex Dennis. Oh, Grimm. wait,
4: that's another one. <laughs> How far are you into that?
0: Try current. Yeah, so you're way ahead of me. Yeah. Come try ya!
3: Shall we commence to start before my hunger kicks in and isn't sufficiently satisfied by nibbling jelly-type things?
0: Yeah, the video is at the black screen, zero, 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 0000. As we know, no line these days to line us up. Groan.
3: Stephen, you good?
0: I'm good. I'm ready.
3: Right. Three, two, eight, clicky. And here we go. New angle.
1: I'm just a glass-half-full
0: kind of guy. A walk and talk. One of the favoured shots for the Stargate franchise. They pretty much got it down to a fine art these days.
5: All I'm saying is let's not get carried away. Yes, we
3: stopped them this time.
0: I still think helmets and other sorts of armour would be the order of the day. Mm, they would be quite really? helpful, there.
3: They have airsoles standing there with guns waiting for them. I know,
4: they don't even pick their own weaponry up. That's just lazy. Yeah. Teal'c's just showing off his arms again. <laughs> yeah. Put them away, Teal'c. Only ladies need to see that. Make the rest of us jealous.
1: Alright, let's move out. Those ancient ruins aren't gonna explore themselves. Hold up, sg one Uh-oh.
3: Shut her down.
1: Your mission has been scrubbed. Huh. Oh. Why? Because you need it elsewhere.
3: Woohoo! Day off. Now he said scrubbed and the subtitle said scrapped. Mm.
0: They've got rid of the weapons. Useful. A team
1: of representatives from the International Oversight Advisory are going on a tour of the Gamma site.
0: Oh, not the IOA. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's never a good thing. That is the most unusual request. <laughs> <laughs> you can refuse tilk.
1: The president wants to make sure it goes off without a hitch.
3: Because they never down anything negative. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> There's probably an SG team out there that I've never met any system lords or Ori or replicators who live boring lives. Come home every day at five o'clock.
1: These people carry a lot of influence with the Stargate program. How it's run, how it's funded. You should feel honored.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Just uh, don't keep them up past ten. And remember to read them a bedtime story before tucking them in for the night.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's not impressed with these orders, is he? Nice little humor there by the general. Yeah. Got the kind of little plinky plonky music as well, just to reinforce the fact that it's. There's going to be a little humour in this episode.
4: Yes, would this be classed as standalone sort of filler episode by some people?
0: Yes, very much so. Yeah. A lot of
4: people gripe about filler episodes and stuff like
0: that. If you're
4: watching the series, if you're watching the programme, you're watching them all, for me. Oh, yeah. You've got to
0: treat them all the yeah. same. You can't have total arc all the time. Okay, then The Scourge, Season 9, Episode 17 of Stargate SG1, Gay Cast, Episode 224. US premiere February the 17th 2006, We in the UK got it February the 21st, Canadians March 2nd, French June the 24th, the Japanese June the 4th 2007, and the Swedish October the 26th. Only a couple of shows with the same title, Hellman's Side and The FBI. The episode was directed by Ken Girotti, He's directed three episodes of Stargate SG-1 and two episodes of Stargate Atlantis. He was penned in to record a season 10 episodes of SG-1. Unfortunately, he was busy. He's recently done episodes of Orphan Black, Vikings, Saving Hope, Rescue Me and Copper. And the writers, Joseph Melosi and Paul Mulley, they eventually wrote 38 episodes of Stargate SG-1, 15 episodes of Stargate Atlantis and 12 episodes of Stargate Universe.
3: So basically, these guys are the Gone and the clothes Horses.
0: Of course you do, General. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) And
3: Robert, surely he's been awful.
0: That's an interesting question. Oh, the French ambassador's Mm. back, he's always trouble.
6: The man who solved the riddle of the Stargate.
0: Okay, show off. Tamlin Tamita, Japanese-born actress. You may recognise her from Babylon 5, the uh, pilot episode. Mm. Also been in Resurrection, Teen Wolf, True Blood and Eureka. Daniel knows who she is anyway. Yep. Yes, i love chips with that.
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny.
0: Oh dear. And that was Ben's idea. Wouldn't it would be funny if Cameron actually knew at least one word of Mandarin? Huh.
1: Mm.
0: Didn't know what the word meant. As Joseph says, he went to one of the accountants, Loren, asked her for a mm. word in Mandarin. She gave it to him. <laughs> he still doesn't know what it meant.
2: Once we step through the event horizon, it will take us less than one second to get there. After you.
3: The French ambassador looks like taken aback at the coercion.
0: I think you're supposed to, even if you've seen it on video before.
2: The French ambassador's
4: got the same hair as Sam.
5: <laughs> Just to clarify, I'm going to be disassembled at the molecular level, then reassembled on the other side. That's right. And the chances of my being reassembled incorrectly,
2: highly unlikely.
5: Come on, you're used
0: to this. Hmm.
4: Can I do a McCoy? Yeah. Come on, Wolsey, get through there. But not impossible.
2: That's a word I stopped using nine years ago when I joined the Stargate program.
0: Loads of people have done it before you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, impossible—a word we don't use around here. See, isn't that better than standing still while the computer CGI does a transporter effect on you? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't chosen for its aesthetic value, was it?
7: Mm.
0: What a miserable-looking dump. Now, here's an interesting bit of trivia. Colonel Pearson, who's talking now, he appears in three episodes of SG-1, played by John Prowse. Mm. He sang The Candyman in the Fringe episode, Brown Betty.
3: Okay.
0: That was, if you recall, when Walter really went to town with with the drug use. I remember that. I didn't know that, though. I was amazed. Mm. Dr Myers, played by Tony Alcantar, American actor. He's been in Arrow, Motive, Continuum, Supernatural, Psych, and Millennium. So he's been around a while.
5: Now, the fact that these insects have only manifested themselves on planets recently visited by priors makes their analysis a top priority.
4: The scarab beetles from the mummy film? (laughs) No,
5: not yet. Now, our initial research proved incredibly challenging due to the short lifespans of the R75 specimens Until we succeeded in dramatically increasing their life cycles by depriving them of Don't tap the glass. They feed and they die within a matter of hours. They starve and they live. So far it's been three days and counting. Would you stop that, please? (laughs) A bit lethargic, aren't
4: they? This is just the start of that French dude getting on my nerves, though.
0: Yeah. It's hard to be a scientist when you're surrounded by people who don't take any interest in your work.
6: (laughs) They're nocturnal.
5: No. They function during the daylight, they just prefer the darkness. They spend most of their time burrowing underground, consuming crops from the roots. Of...
0: Now, these are a mixture of practical bugs and CGI. Hmm. Would you like to guess how they move practical bugs around? Magnets. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, someone, someone underneath with magnets.
4: <laughs> hmm. I didn't even think any of them were practical ones, to be
0: honest. I thought they just, they would have all done CGI. It's when they get the close-up of the containment, you know, unit. Hmm. Right. They were actual practical bugs. And Joseph Malozzi wrote this episode, also did the commentary, uh, wanted to grab a couple for a souvenir. Why not? First episode he wrote, he got a souvenir, and then he totally forgot about it.
1: Seriously, what are we doing here? Honest answer, PR for the Stargate programme telling you, today it's escorting foreign delegates on off-world tours. Tomorrow it's comic book conventions and supermarket openings. I know how you feel, but if we can somehow reassure the IOA of the job Target Command is doing, then... Daniel Jackson, the problem is not the IOA. Okay, if we can somehow reassure the Chinese government.
4: There's a good line coming up here from Teal. I did enjoy that.
1: Three years ago we promised to share all off-world technologies. Of a non-military nature. That wasn't in the original wording of the agreement. Hey look, I don't want to argue about this. I'm right, we'll leave it at that. Compelling argument. Teal. what do you think? I think I should have remained with a tour. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should have stayed with that a tour,
0: Teok. Hmm. It seems a lot of nations have trouble with the American version of sharing. Hmm.
5: What's for lunch? Meatloaf. Monday. Do you mind if I go grab something? Take your time. I'm going to run some tests.
0: This won't end well. No. Yes, yeah, more lights. You're allowed another light bulb.
4: Yeah, it goes with the whole place, really, doesn't it? Damp and dark, and the whole and the, from the outside, the base didn't look that pretty Yeah. But... yeah.
5: Come and get it.
0: Oh, I'm going to say for a minute, I thought that was his uh, <laughs> his dinner. Can you see the being moved by magnets now? Mm. As Jack knows everything, it's magnets.
4: Still wouldn't know if you
0: you hadn't told me though. Now this they had a problem with. Initially, he put his meatloaf down next to the container and the bugs were kind of attracted to it. That gave him the idea to feed it to him. Now, it kind of comes out of nothing.
4: Yeah, he jumps to a bit of a conclusion there, doesn't he, that, oh, they're not yeah. eating in bed, so let's give him some meatloaf. You
5: can't possibly have a taste.
0: For... Ooh. There, there. Ooh, they like the meat.
3: Practical ones again? <laughs>
0: No, that is, that is EGI. I know, I know. It may take a bit. <laughs>
3: Tilk likes the corn dogs then. <laughs>
0: oh. Very uh, phallic, Tilk. Would you like a nibble of my corn dog?
3: I was very disappointed when I was at a theme park and you know, I'm sure I couldn't get corn dogs.
0: I have never had a corn dog. No, I haven't. In the state. That could be it. What are they?
3: Oh, it's a sort of deep fried thing on a stick.
0: Okay, good enough. <laughs> I don't think I'm missing too much. Apart from higher cholesterol.
3: Do you think in the
4: background there, they're actually eating proper stuff? Mitchell and...
0: Occasionally, in commentaries, they do say, oh, they were eating real food. Yeah. Other times, obviously, it doesn't make sense for them to be eating it, though. You don't know how long this scene's going to take to record, and they'll get code, and...
3: Mhm.
0: They just look like they're really concentrating.
4: <laughs>
0: Keep eating the same piece over and over. <laughs> Lift it to the mouth, tend to chew...
3: Because, I mean, the Big Bang Theory episodes, you see them sitting in the cafeteria a lot. And yeah. I rarely see them actually eat something. Sheldon just seems to poke at the food.
0: Well, that's all you've got to do, isn't it? You know, go through the motions. It's pretty difficult to actually act and emote when you're doing.
6: But left us out in the cold.
0: Well, I hate to say it, but so long as the US military is running the show,
1: that's just the way it's going to be.
6: Perhaps it's time that changed. There's
0: no way the American military will ever give up control of the Stargate program.
6: Maybe it won't have a choice in the matter.
0: Ooh, that sounds ominous.
5: So, uh, what did the test say? I don't know. I was called in to help Santiago with this mealworm situation. You know, Pullman, if I wasn't such a patient man, I swear... Oh, my God.
0: Oh. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> and this is what I meant by a sci-fi creature feature. Oh. Oh, here they come. <laughs> That's a lot of bugs. One bit of an meatloaf. How much did he give him? <laughs> okay, I would have probably had some sort of uh, flamethrowers that sterilise mm-hmm. the entire room.
3: Maybe it just sucks out the oxygen out.
0: Well, oh, do the bugs need oxygen? Oh, clear. Can they survive on very. Oh, oh. oh got him. Swish, oh. swish.
4: In hindsight, that biohazard—it's basically just moved all them to wherever they go. Yeah, they've just basically moved them outside. Well, they just made them spread even more, surely. And unless it goes some sort of underground container,
3: incinerator.
0: Well, maybe. Or well, they get out. They get out somehow. The waste disposal from the kitchens, full of meat and whatnot, would explain how they come to multiply later in this episode. Mm, spoiler alert! <laughs> I'm sure nobody listens to words before they watch the episode. It's like when you listen to the commentary. People listen to the commentary before they watch the episode. Surely not. No, I'm pretty
4: sure. Even watching that little bit there, you've got this story's <laughs> gonna go be suddenly multiplied. I
0: Think they'll be doing it again. Doctor Myers, are you okay? Oh, poor Doctor Myers. <laughs> that looks remarkably like the gate room, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> With an added DHD.
5: <laughs> R75 breached containment, and we had to exercise a disposal protocol. Dr. Myers was bitten, but he went to the infirmary to get checked out and they didn't find anything wrong with them. How the hell did the bugs breach containment? Well, Dr. Myers thinks he may have triggered some sort of massive reproduction cycle after feeding them a piece of meatloaf. <laughs>
0: Killer meatloaf.
2: R75 is omnivorous?
5: Carnivorous, actually. They seem to have lost their taste for plants.
0: Well, as you do, you know, you get a good piece of steak, you think, why am I eating these vegetables? Nope. As scheduled. I'm sorry, Mr. Wolsey. No one's going anywhere. This base is under lockdown until we can establish the source of Dr. Myers' condition. That's it. Yeah, IOA procedure, surely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is the one scene that Joseph had in mind when he began to write this episode. Mm -hmm. No matter what happens, this is going to be in it. Mm.
1: The Pentagon will be hearing from the IOA about this, and you can be
5: certain your name will be mentioned, Colonel.
4: Big strong people there, big really tough manly men. Oh. oh, 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 oh. <laughs>
3: oh. oh.
4: <laughs> eek, eek. <laughs> you big wolf.
0: Look at him go. Oh there. <laughs> okay, now he can be afraid.
3: This is outrageous. Mr. Worthy assured
4: me that we'll be leaving on schedule.
0: Oh god. Le Perrier is played by Mark Oliver. Two thousand twelve. Smallville, Max Steele, does a hell of a lot of voice work.
3: <laughs> He's French Canadian.
0: Honestly, I don't know his nationality. Mark Oliver doesn't sound a very Gallic name. Could be
3: Olivier.
0: Maybe.
2: What happened to him? Well, I can't say for sure, but my guess is that the bug must have laid its eggs in him. They incubated and when they hatched...
0: Someone turn that alarm off. I'm getting a headache.
2: (laughs) We know they eat meat.
0: I'm sorry I asked.
1: Well, I think we're past the point of coincidence. There's no question these bugs are the prior's follow-up to the virus. And it appears they were designed to circumvent any attempt to forestall their destructive nature. (laughs)
2: And crops, and their physiology adapts to an alternate food
1: source. Yeah, us. <laughs> Colonel Pearson. Colonel, do you read?
4: I know something's gone wrong now, but Mitchell didn't give him much time to uh, respond. Then, did he? Gave him like a second.
0: Yeah, it's what most of he yeah, <laughs> expects him to be sitting in his office. Yeah,
4: with his hand on the walkie-talkie, it? <laughs> He Wouldn't be able to even put his finger on it.
0: Not good. There were thousands
1: of those things in the pod. They killed one of my men before we retreated. We lost the gate room. We need to take it back. Sounds like a plan. Mr. Woolsey, my men will escort
0: you and your people to the surface. Get you to a safe location. Get you as far away from here as possible until this situation is contained. I don't think so. Woolsey wants the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Yes, protectors. We're helpless. They should give them weapons for a start. Well, you might get your wish. Yeah, and tape up your trouser leg. Yeah. Get the duct tape back.
3: Boys, go clips. No, you don't want duct tape. I tape's not good enough. You need Denzel. <laughs>
0: which we sell.
3: Oh, you know what Denzo is? I was surprised. Seriously, it, it eats through latex and everything. Is there any way of safely handling this stuff?
0: <laughs> I don't worry about what they use it for. <laughs> that's what they need. A nice casual stroll in the mountains. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, Richard, you're walking around the mountains. thats I know four-wheel drives have come a long way recently, but... Uh, hmm. He's probably thinking, I wish I hadn't to those heels. Excuse me.
5: Surely we could have taken a jeep. We're headed to an unmanned research station. It's located approximately 10 clicks from here through dense forest. Then I have to ask if this is really necessary. I mean, couldn't we just wait here
1: until Colonel Pearson gives us the all clear? The orders are to take you to the research station. That's where we're going.
4: Hello. Yeah, Tupin something. Lock
0: and load, everybody
4: spider senses tingling <laughs> oh red shirt
0: oh no
2: hi what is that? it's the bugs what's happening?
3: <laughs> yes <laughs> oh <laughs> and
0: look at good, this. Screaming, though. good screaming good screaming yeah. mm-hmm. they eat the flesh, they eat the bones they even eat the good. Nothing there. <laughs> They should have just left his skeleton. Now that might have been funny. Where we're running to, I don't care. Away.
5: I think we're gonna assume the bugs got off the base.
2: They must be using their echolocation as a means to hunt their prey. Us she means us.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think you can assume. That's a British representative, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Mayton is playing Chapman. I'm yeah, pretty sure. I'm gonna get
3: eaten next. Do I have a name? Do I?
0: I don't think rocks are gonna do much because, like Mike just said, they just ate the gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it may take them a while to get through a bit of granite, but I think they might be able to do it. Yeah.
3: No, probably was... they'll be radioactive by the time
0: they do. And as usual, the standing cave set just slightly redressed a little.
1: Mm-hmm. They're coming.
2: They're highly sensitive to sound. The concussive force of our weapons should be enough to drive them back. Are you serious? Fine, where do we shoot?
0: Just fire at the ground. <laughs> Not in the air. That would be rather pointless, so where do you think, Cameron? Why are they all firing? Why are they just wasting bullets? Surely one sound of the gun would be alright. Well perhaps one percussive effect only disrupts well, a couple of hundred of them.
3: They didn't test it, did they? Because it <laughs> look <laughs> Because it looks cool.
0: Well, yeah, that's true.
3: Fire in the service of plot.
4: All I'm saying is they might regret that later. It's gonna be when they start moaning about something. Yes, exactly.
5: <laughs> Until we run out of bullets.
4: In fact, they just started there, complaining about it. And they've kind of backed themselves into a dead
0: end, really.
1: What do you have for me, Chief? Sir, we were unable to acquire video feed from the surveillance cameras in the GammaSight gate room, but...
3: Because the bugs ate it. Huh. Quite many bugs.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> At least I haven't figured out how to dial.
0: That's true, yeah. What have you found out?
5: Oh, I learned that bugs still creep me out. It all started when I was a kid and my parents took me on this picnic and this...
0: <laughs> I love Dr. Lee is brilliant.
3: Ah, Dr. Lee. I doubt it. Yes.
4: <laughs> I doubt it.
5: After careful analysis of the telemetry we got back from the Gamma Site gate room, I have determined that this is our culprit, R-75. The prior bugs, yeah, well, that connection is yet to be determined,
0: but... Yeah, not to give uh, any spoilers away, but it was rather a nasty piece of work in Continuum.
3: Mm. Have
0: I seen it? No, you haven't. Okay. Mm. I
3: didn't recognise them.
0: I do hope, oh
4: to continue. I do hope another channel gets that. That'll yeah. that mm. annoying.
3: Sci-fi original series, isn't it?
0: Canadian showcase. Interesting idea, isn't it, though, that the uh, the Ori and the bugs may be linked? It's almost biblical. First the plague, then the bugs. Hmm, locusts, as it were.
1: Very well. As per protocol CR-91, we'll be sending the Odyssey to deliver the payload from planetary orbit. CR-91? Uh, uh, sir? The, the toxin will be lethal to humans as well. I mean, uh, we'll have to be sure that the Gamma site is evacuated before we deploy it. That's assuming there's anyone left to evacuate.
4: All is peaceful. In one way, that makes this not quite a filler. It has got a bit of... You know, Overarching, this yeah
3: we've been spoiled by boblan 5 the original arc sci-fi show
0: um yeah i've not watched that <laughs> ever daniel's getting old, awfully chummy well
3: Sorry he Alice. hasn't slept with anyone he's uh, just met in a
1: while
6: <laughs> on the bright side i was worried that my report would make for a boring read so i'm uh,
1: i'm guessing we're gonna lose points for this little incident
6: To be honest with you, my report is a mere formality. Ultimately, it'll have no bearing on my government's plan of action in regard to the Stargate programme.
0: She's dropping a lot of hints of what may come to pass. I mean, it's easy to forget the fact that the SGC are only operating the gate because of a deal done with Russia.
6: Maybe now is not the right time to be having this conversation.
0: When would be a good time?
6: Perhaps when we're all back on Earth. And not having to worry about being eaten alive by alien insects. I wonder
3: if we're going to get eaten.
0: And of course, this does play out in episodes. <laughs> yeah, this would be our last night on Earth. And we do. Technically, it's not Earth, but I know what you mean. Good point. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Daniel, let me ask you something. If nine years ago it had been my country and not the United States military that had given you the opportunity to travel to the stars, would it have made a difference to you? Would you have turned
0: us down? No, of course not. No offence, but I don't trust America much. I certainly don't trust China when it comes to doing stuff for the betterment of the world.
3: Well, it wasn't nine years ago.
0: Well, no, technically it was
3: 15. during
0: the digs at Giza, wasn't it? Mm. In the uh, it was the 30s, or isn't it before that? Trying to remember back to the movie.
3: Which they keep releasing in multiple Blu-ray formats.
0: <laughs> yes, they do. Stop buying it, Michael, stop buying it. It's
3: pretty.
1: <laughs> Colonel Pearson, come in.
0: Still not answering you. Yeah.
4: Pearson, come in. Give him at least more than a second to respond, will you? For heaven's
1: sake. Yeah,
0: you don't know how well the radio signal's going to travel for a start. You're you're just on the mouth of a cave. Hmm. I've got a feeling you might not be hearing from him again, though.
5: <laughs> yes, sir. I'm fine. I'm just a little bit rattled,
7: is all.
0: Yes. Yeah, looking a bit peaky, mate. Yeah. Did you get bitten? Ooh.
3: Infected.
0: Infected. I would have thought you didn't really felt that. Not just an itch. <laughs> Burrowing under your skin.
3: Well, it's like mosquitoes. You know? They inject an analgesic, so you don't notice the bite.
1: We have heard nothing from the Gamma site since we left.
0: I fear we must assume the worst and plan accordingly.
1: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing.
0: We am remain here indefinitely. It's worth a try, though. Hmm. One thing for sure, you don't want to be standing around doing nothing.
2: Well, given the rate these bugs are multiplying, it's doubtful we could outpace them on foot.
0: Hmm. We well, must return for the three or two.
1: He's gone!
0: Who's gone, Daniel? Oh. Walker.
1: Aaron Walker's missing. What do you mean, missing? I just went to the front to check on him. He's not there anymore. Perhaps he's just stepped out to relieve himself.
0: There's gone Walkies. He's been eaten. Jason McKinnon played Walker. Played fast and Raises a question, has he been taken over? Hmm.
4: Or did he do the honourable thing and he knew what was what was happening to him and tried to get him away? Yeah, let's give him the benefit yeah, of the doubt. Yeah, let's give him a hero's death.
3: evisceration.
4: He sacrificed
0: himself. <laughs> let's separate, because yeah. nothing could go wrong, could it?
3: Yeah, it not like we haven't been killed when this happened before.
0: I mean, I suppose they've got to go looking, but seriously.
3: What's going to be left?
0: Cost-benefit, you know.
3: Well, Daniel's on our door. Teox the main course.
0: Does that mean Cameron's the uh, pudding?
3: No. That's Amanda.
0: <laughs> okay, why does Cameron have the different weapon? Oh.
1: I think I got something. Coming to you.
0: Is this a dead man? Very dead. <laughs> he's definitely dead. We're
4: too late. See, that's why he walked away.
0: Because <laughs> he knew he's alive.
3: No, he's not.
4: Walker, oh.
0: you're alive. A bit pale, maybe, hey. but
3: just take it. Easy. He looks really pale now.
0: See. Um. Oh no! <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, interesting. I wonder if zats would have worked. You know, mm-hmm. electrical kind of discharge, Jackson, frying the nervous system or something. Don't you go back to
1: the cave. Tell Carter, Teal'c,
0: and I are going for the 302s. Where
1: are you planning on landing them? We'll do an aerial surveillance. We'll find some place, and then we'll come back. We'll get everybody and ferry them to a safe location. Okay, where would that be? Far away from here.
0: So why didn't the bugs eat him? Okay. Well, he did, did from it. the inside out. Yeah, but <laughs> the other human, I he well. <laughs> even his gun didn't survive <laughs> that scene was filmed by James Titchener, mainly because a lot of the uh, visual effects department were away at the Emmys they'd been nominated, simple trick of using air bladders under his uh, uniform to give the bulging in and out motion, and then the CGI bugs on top of that
1: <laughs> even though you were massively outnumbered, fighting an opponent with superior technology and firepower they may have had the superior forces and resources, but we possess something far greater which was? A
0: just cause. I had no doubt to go, I would be defeated. <laughs> Admit it, occasionally.
3: A desire for freedom.
0: Yes, we knew the writer. <laughs> it's good to have confidence, but seriously, Tilk, that's impressive.
4: Yes, he knew he was the main character, and he wasn't <laughs> going to get killed off.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm the main character of my story. How could they kill me off? Mm-hmm. It doesn't always work that way. Hang on,
3: who's the writer? Joss Whedon? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Behind the door doesn't really matter.
3: <laughs> they killed the guy who was in the credits in episode one.
2: Teal Cameron, what's your status?
0: Uh, that was an explosion.
1: We're okay, Carter. What happened? Looks like the base self-destruct trigger. Gamma site's gone.
0: Well, it looks like they didn't travel that far from the, the gamma site, did they? Oopsie. It's looking even better now. So why why wasn't there a nuclear weapon on the gamma site or something? We saw the beta site pretty much levelled by its self-destruct system. Plot. <laughs> it
4: would have taken them all out.
0: Yeah, you're probably right about that. Unless you just thought it wasn't as
4: important, that gamma site, maybe. Mm,
0: maybe. Krista McLean did the map painting of The Destroyed Gamma Site. She also is responsible for a lot of the playback screens in the show. Hmm. An upcoming line that Amanda delivers about time travel. She actually uh, wanted this line to be kept in. It was removed for time, but she thought it gave her a character a bit more humour. Geez, grow up, people. (laughs) Think they were kids. But I think you're being a
4: bit insensitive to our
5: needs right now.
4: I expected a bit more from Wolsey. His character's grown over the years. Cos we know him, he's been the one that's sort of saying what all the other people are thinking. Yeah. The spokesperson.
2: If I could go back in time... Which, admittedly, is an opportunity I am occasionally presented with. (laughs) I would have made sure that we left the base as scheduled. But the reality is, for the time being, we are stuck here, trapped in this cave, surrounded by predatory insects with no way of getting to the Stargate. Now, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have a hard time mustering up a convincing pep talk, all things considered.
0: Also, the fact that if we get out of this alive, that's result (laughs) enough. And let's face it, if you lot die, we can tell any story we want. Yes. And the ramifications
5: for Stargate Command will be enormous. Saving our lives would go a long way toward minimising the damage.
4: I'll keep that in mind. Wolsey will redeem himself at the end. (laughs) Don't worry.
0: She said everything is going to be okay. You probably wouldn't be surprised to know this is uh, an old quarry that they're filming in.
3: Great. So do we have Daleks as well?
0: (laughs) Maybe. There's the TARDIS. I even went so far as to acquire my own apartment. He's tried that before, it didn't really work out very well. <laughs> Although, did have a rather nice neighbor.
3: Hm. Mm. who we taught to kill.
1: Now, well, The first time I moved out, I lived next door to a guy who his drum solos all night long. When we get back, I'm gonna help you find your own place. That will be unnecessary. Dude, what are friends for? For listening when they are told that will be unnecessary.
0: Ooh. <laughs> rumble, rumble. <laughs> they're having fun with this camera shot now aren't they we've got it for the day lads <laughs> go nuts well that was fortunate foreboding but nothing happened
3: if you move without rhythm you ought to track the bugs
0: <laughs> yes yeah, so they are kind of throwing in little tropes from a lot of sources aren't they
3: didn't that shot of the cave look like a constructed archway rather than a
0: natural what you mean it isn't real don't ruin it alan
2: Are you guys, requesting radio silence.
0: Uh, creek, creek, creek. <laughs> First one that steps on a twig gets it.
4: It's going to take him an awful long time to get back. This is also Teal can say this line. <laughs> yeah. In other words, shut the <laughs> hell up, Mitchell. <laughs> I think we're going to go.
1: Perhaps we should keep any unnecessary
0: conversation to a minimum. Okay then, lads. Baby steps. Quiet as mice.
5: Sir, just received a subspace transmission
1: from the Odyssey. TTA is five hours. And the Pentagon's online, too.
0: (sighs) Thank you, Chief. Isn't it fortunate Mm. they got another ship so soon after the Prometheus was lost?
1: Yep. Landry
0: here. Pepsi. Uh, the General's not having a very good day. They must have carried plenty of uh, canisters around with them for the lanterns.
1: All right. Scratch plan B. What do we do now? Maybe if the gate is buried, they won't be able to send a rescue team. Which means they'll send the Odyssey. In fact, it's probably already on its way here, so all
2: you've got to do is sit back, relax. <laughs>
0: That's good news. Theoretically. Hmm. Don't ruin it, Sam. Theoretically.
2: Theoretically, yes, the Odyssey could come and beam us off the planet's surface.
0: But? Yes, now the bad news.
2: Look, I'm sorry, but there's no point in sugarcoating this. If Stargate Command is operating under the assumption that the base has been lost, they'll enact protocol CR-91. What's that? Once in orbit, the Odyssey will launch a payload, probably a neurotoxin that will wipe out R-75. That will allow Stargate Command to mount a salvage operation of the Gamma site. But they'll beam us out of here first. Our transmitters won't work because of the interference in the atmosphere. I am
0: saying she could give it a go to soften it up a bit.
2: Because the bugs are multiplying at an alarming rate and because of the fact that we are completely surrounded, the Odyssey won't be able to pick up our individual readings inside a sea of life signs. Oh, my God. What you're saying is that
6: they're coming out all this way, but instead of rescuing us, they're going to kill us with poison gas. Because they have no
2: way of knowing that we're still here. I think we're going to die on this planet. 25,000 ledges, almost.
0: You're sacrificing yourselves to save the Earth. They don't deserve mm. to be sugar coated anyway. No. Tell it how it is. It would probably get it through to them quicker. Mm-hmm. The background life force is too much. You won't be able to pick them out. Even with the uh, transponders they're using the uh, Protocol. They should know this. It's probably the IOA who have signed off on these ideas. That's pretty much it.
1: Mm-hmm. Except only way of communicating with that ship when up with the Gamma Base. Maybe not. The research station must have some sort of communication array that allows it to transmit data back to the gamma site well is it capable of reaching a ship in planetary orbit it
2: could if i had some time to work on
0: it yes she's no idea but she's going to come up with a bloody good guess <laughs>
3: came over man we're all gonna die man Yes, five miles of forest and a whole lot of bugs
0: <laughs> of course it would Well would a secondary location have a mm. communication device as powerful as the one in the main base <laughs> no worries
3: you know, that was something which bugged me about almost human they used interior measurements
0: well, we know, even in a thousand years, when man is going round the stars, starships will be built in feet and inches. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Keep moving. I cannot.
0: Oh, here
4: we go. Here we go.
2: We're almost there. That is what you said almost half an hour ago.
0: He hasn't had a cigarette in two hours.
4: Come oh, on, Frenchman.
0: And I haven't got my onions. I've got the feeling that some of the writers weren't keen on Friend. No. They really, really give it to him.
1: We've been working for hours. Hey, we don't have time to sit around. We are in violent agreement. You know what? Sit here. You cover our six. But stay alert. You'll hear the bugs coming. The tree ferrets give no warning.
0: And he can't be this much of a whim, annoying swine. He's rivaling Kavanaugh. You'd rather sit there and wait to be <laughs> eaten than just keep on walking at a slower rate. Yeah. Oh. It's five miles, and your life depends upon yeah. it. And look, the <laughs> ladies are doing Even
3: it. Even Amanda doesn't believe that. Philip,
0: carry him.
4: <laughs> I wouldn't carry him. I'd knock him out and leave him to die.
0: <laughs> yeah, that won't work. Oh, now he's coming. He's like a, an English football player. As soon as the ref stops ignoring him, they get up and start running. Yeah. Sure, it's not just English football players. <laughs> Pretty sure they all do that. Maybe soccer players.
1: There it is. Let's pick up the pace.
0: That looks remarkably like the same ridge that we were on before.
3: Yeah, well, it's a geological thing.
0: Now, they got a little problems here with the fan feedback when they had the woman injure herself. Oh, dear. do not me! No, no, don't swear. It originally was going to be the British representative and he was just going to fall down and scream out, bloody hell. But Sci Fi actually came back to him and said they wanted some work done with uh, Shen and Daniel. So Joseph decided to make it her hurt herself. That gave Daniel the excuse to come to her aid and then interact.
3: There's difference between Cameroon and uh, Teok. Cameroon needs both arms to fire the gun. Teok can just stand there and casually <laughs> shoot it one handed.
0: <laughs> There's not many people, even a P90, which isn't the biggest caliber weapon out there, it still text I'm doing with one hand. Although, truth be told, he doesn't need to be accurate.
6: Can we do it?
1: You... It's working.
4: It's
5: too late. It's too
6: late. They're right outside. Is it going to work?
4: Here we go,
0: Wolsey.
1: We shut up, shut up! Let him do our work! Finally
3: <laughs>
0: redeemed himself there. If he had the glove he'd take it off and slap him with it.
3: Yeah, I've been my honor, sir. <laughs> anyway, take off and slap is the response to a challenge. You throw the gauntlet down.
4: Have you seen uh, Robin Hood men tight? Yes. Yeah. Where he slaps him with the gauntlet.
0: <laughs> well, it beats a soft glove, don't it? <laughs>
2: I need to significantly boost the power in order to penetrate the radioactivity in the ionosphere. I boosted already. Yeah, I think I'm good.
0: Why is the spark sitting in the ground? I mean, surely it can't be uh, pure stone, it's got to be some soil. You'd hope so.
3: <laughs> got a big backpack there, you got any grenades?
2: Vibrations being generated by the communications array must be attracting the bugs. Think you can hold them off? This is this a bad time to tell you we're almost out of ammo?
1: Mm.
3: They've
0: got something better.
4: But if you hadn't been wasting your bullets at the start, you wouldn't need them.
0: <laughs> They're probably fortunate that these uh, bugs haven't actually shown any sort of, you know, hive intelligence.
3: Why don't they have claymores? They almost always have claymores. <laughs>
0: they would probably take the whole camp with it.
4: Also, how do those motion sensors work? Because if the bugs go underneath them, do they still work? Because they didn't plan to very deep if they meant someone's meant to go
0: on top. <laughs> they must have had spare weaponry at the base that they could have given the representative. Okay, go! How long before they receive the transmission?
2: You should pick it up as soon as they enter orbit. But like I said, we have no way of knowing when that's going to be. How long can they
0: hold of the bugs? Well, hopefully long enough. Oh, like it. Sam takes point. That that ain't that the jaws music.
1: They are for the right.
0: Oh, oh, that was close. Yeah, that was ridiculously close.
1: <laughs> I pushed him back a little.
0: <laughs> Enough. Yes, Homo sapiens rule. They did point out that the C4 doesn't really produce that sort of ball of flame, but not to worry. It's a TV show. The
3: mm. yeah, Exposure is rather close to the actors.
0: <laughs> and one of the reasons that they were shooting at the Grand was because they had limited budgets to do the CGI bug, so they had to save them for the final scene like this. That's the last charge. <laughs> OK, we're all out. I'm um, numb, numb. Stamp on them Oh no Oh At the last second They were fortunate That agar technology Is that precise It can just beam up The human Without taking The odd bug with them
5: Miss Chen Suffered a broken ankle And has taken An indefinite leave Mr LaPierre And Mr Chapman Meanwhile Have gone back to work None the worse for wear what kind of fallout should we
1: be expecting from all this?
5: Surprisingly minimal. You may face an official reprimand, but the IOA recognises the fact that these were circumstances beyond your control.
0: Mm-hmm. They've got a great story to tell. It'll keep them in wine and cigars for many a year. They can only tell it to certain people, though, you thought. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just don't let it go to your heads. <laughs> you think? Yeah, it helps if you tell them every now and again, though, doesn't yep. it? Mm. You don't really want your management berating you all the time, then secretly saying that he does a good job, really.
3: I don't know, I'll tell you what's the with dad.
0: Yes, <laughs> he's not a bad fella.
1: While you were gone, we received reports that two more planets have been hit by these bugs. R&D are working on solutions that target these insects without harming other plant and animal life. I thought I'd lost you there. Nice to have you back.
0: Come on, when we we going to get to the ultimate delusion?
3: We just need a big kind of raid.
0: <laughs> movie night. Yeah. So we
2: are uh, still doing movie night. Yeah, why
1: not? Good. I've already picked something out. Wait for it. Old school. Starship Troopers. Is it humorous? Is it
0: ever? <laughs> <laughs> Is it humorous? Yes. Actually, I would say so. In the
1: light of that, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Again, in the commentary, Joseph Malozzi. And Michelle Commons, who's the video effects producer. The subcutaneous... Oh, God, subcutaneous. The transponders there buried in the skin, that's one aspect of the show now he would love to get rid of. And he does like to get rid of the ancients.
3: Oh, subcutaneous.
0: That's a word, thank you. Yeah, surprisingly, he says a lot of the writers agree with him about the ancients. Brad Wright and C. Cooper are rather fond of them. Okay, then, that was The Scourge. That was fun. I enjoyed it. I
4: did enjoy it. Although, like we said before, if it was good, if it is a filler, so be it. But I enjoy all episodes of a series I'm watching, to be honest.
3: It was certainly a filler for the bugs.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when Stephen offered to do an episode with us, I had a look at what we had immediately upcoming, and I thought this would be perfect. He hadn't seen Seasons 9 and 10 recently.
4: I've seen them, it's just I only saw them when they were actually on Deli, so it's been a while right, since yeah. I've seen them.
3: Uh, likewise.
0: And this, more of a standalone episode.
3: Jack? Daniel?
0: Are you you? Yeah, you.
5: What? I like the yellow ones.
0: Never mind. Let's begin with the Stargate birthdays. Not that many, but three upcoming days to celebrate begin on the 19th with the birthday of Jason Grey Stamford, who was owner in the SG-1 episode Past and Present, but is better known for his role on Monk, and more recently, Mistresses. On the 20th we have the birthdays of Tameth Pennicutt and John Billingsley, Termuth played the human form replicator third in the SG-1 episode Unnatural Selection, but made his name as Carl Agathon, aka Helo, on Battlestar, but has quite honestly become a major actor on the genre market, which I approve of. John guest starred as Dr. Coombs in the hilarious SG-1 episode The Other Guys, and again made his name by a, another sci-fi show, Enterprise, playing Dr. Phlox. But his resume is varied with shows like NYPD Blue, True Blood, intelligence and scrubs. Not a lot happening on the feedback front for last week's episode, but we did, as always, get plenty of interaction on Twitter and a voicemail from Brad, so let's play that.
7: Hello, I honor Mike. Brad here from Australia once again. The long goodbye. It's like one of many, season two. I never really went back and revisited, but now I have. Probably not as bad as I first thought. The visual upgrades, not so much the story. Hard to believe now that they're the last two the their client. They still want to kill each other, seems to be a bit of a mute point. But yeah, the visuals, one of their brand new matte paintings at the start, a lot more detail, a lot better looking city. And later on when we see the city powering back up, it's a beautiful shot. They have the water, the lights all coming on. The jumping from one section of the city to the other, which is a good little transitional visual. I'm just surprised they implemented all this towards the end of the season and not the start of season three. One major nitpick I have about the episode is over the last year, Now I do say year and not two years because the first season they didn't have contact with Earth, they've managed to install a halon fire suppression system to the entire city, and not only that, be able to control it remotely. Again, it's been referenced that Atlantis is as roughly the size of Manhattan. I just couldn't think of the amount of resources, the cost to implement a system like that, considering it's an ancient spaceship, and surely they'd have to have some sort of fire suppression system already built in. It just boggles the mind why I'd use something like that where they could have easily used a self-destruct or the submerged city protocol or something pose a threat just as much. And going along with that too, installing new security cameras, wireless video and audio seems like a bit of a stretch as well. Although, yes, you could have a dozen cameras set up having enough to cover the whole city. I don't think they'd have the space or the to cope with that much data. Poor Rodney. All he wants to do is be in charge. Shot down at the start, then later on, all he's doing is coming in to save the Space Marine's ass. Classic. And the conclusion, did we not see John lift his head, roll over and point the stunner at her before she had a chance to shoot? She said she was going to look at his face one more time, so you presume she was looking directly at him, yet she couldn't get a shot off Of all the things he could be playing with while laying bored in a hospital bed, John's rocket, Palm Pilot. Good to see. Takes me back. So, yeah, that'll be thoughts on the long goodbye. Probably not one I'll revisit again for a while. It seems to be one of those episodes i come back to every now and then, but it's good for its technical merit anyway. So, talk to you all later on the other side of the gate. Bye-bye.
0: Many thanks for taking the time to record that, Brad. Just drive safe. I'm pleased the episode wasn't as bad as you remembered, although good set design, shooting and overall production will only take a show so far. As you say, you want the writing to be leading the way, and for you, this episode didn't quite hit the mark. Right then, if like Brad you want to get in touch with us, then there are many ways. You can find contact forms on the main website over on gatecast.co.uk, our email address is gatecastpodcast at gmail.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Google Plus under Gatecast, as well as a general Stargate search. We are also on Twitter, at TheGateCast, which is one word, and we are listed on Stitcher Internet Radio and iTunes. And on both services, a rating and or review would be most welcome. We do have a few names down for guest hosting spots on Season 3 of Atlantis and Season 10 of SG1. Give it a thought, and if you are of a mind, then drop us a line, because we would love to have more people on the show, especially first-timers. OK then, let's get back to the show.
2: Come
3: well, Stephen, given that the fiance is a fan, if you'd both like to join us at some point.
4: I shall ask her. I doubt it very much. She won't like the sound <laughs> of her own voice, but who does? Who does? Yeah, exactly. Who does?
3: What do you think I don't listen? The percentage chance of something going in is directly proportional to how personally embarrassing it is to me.
0: You may be right about that. I must come back sooner than three years. <laughs> I apologise. We,
3: yeah, we have at least three years left.
0: Yeah, you look at it, we've got, what, three full seasons of Atlanta, so there's 60 episodes, we've got 40 episodes of SGU, season 10, so that's another 20 episodes, and what's left of season 2 and 9. Oh, Christ.
3: Yeah, we'll be here for another three years.
4: <laughs> SGU would be good. So watching that a second time, you know, I really enjoyed that again.
3: I'll remind you, especially now that, have you, by the way, tried to get through more than 30 seconds of the abomination that we won't be covering, Stargate Infinity?
4: Uh, No, I've never seen any of it. You're
3: not missing anything.
4: No, I got that impression from your last few shows. I'm guessing it has nothing to do with the actual. Uh,
3: I'm tempted to see if we can cover it as a bonus episode.
0: You're free to anything you want, Alan.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Translation: If you do it, you're editing it. Yeah. So that's a no.
0: When we come to Stargate Universe, I think that's a show where I'd probably would like to get at least three people doing each episode it's, it's going to be that deep it's not yeah. hasn't got the humour like SG1 or SGA has at least at the beginning it grows yeah. in time it's
4: got a bit of humour but it is a bit more serious isn't it yeah
3: it's got Robert Carlyle
4: uh, true yeah and we can always bring say Sue my fiancee a in because she flipping fell in love with Colonel Young so she can blabber <laughs> on about him all she wants
0: has she seen any motive no. Louis Ferreira stars in that as well. Oh, no,
4: don't tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think you did say it wasn't so much the actor, it was just the character of Ken. Oh, New. right. Excellent. Thanks very much, mate. No, thank you. Um, I Again, I apologise, it's been so long. <laughs> If we held grudges about people who didn't join us for an episode. <laughs> you know I've been listening, because I've been sending in a bit of feedback, but it's been a while since I've actually been on, obviously.
0: Well, the good thing about that little kind of hiccup we had with the feed and the hosting is that <laughs> anybody that follows us now had to actually go and look for us. Hey, put it this way, if our listenership was anywhere near our Twitter followers, we'd be having to spend more on bandwidth.
2: <laughs>
0: Not a good thing.
2: Come dry
0: Okay then, folks, that was The Scourge. Next week, we are going to be covering the Atlantis episode, Coup d'etat, with the Jinai. Yay! And a few familiar faces from other shows. Hope you can join us for that. Until then, though, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. I've been Stephen. Take care, everybody, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. 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 You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever.